We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Very excited for this one. We got a lot to talk about. An interesting Bucks win. We are going to talk about a Packers signing. And coming up, I go to Happy Place Hemp. I talked to Chris and Rob there, and they up the stakes as far as the promotional deal that you can get with my code over the weekend. HappyPlaceHemp.com, promo code BART. They up the stakes, so that coming up. But we're going to start with Aaron Nagler of CheeseheadTV.com. I'm very excited. I was able to see him not too long ago. They have a beer, Carry the G beer, which is really good. I mean it, dude. I actually bought it there as like a, hey, and then I I bought it again as like a, hey, this is good. So I met him at Scout Wine in Shorewood a couple of uh, weeks ago. I haven't talked to Aaron Nagler on the air in like three years, so I'm very excited to do that as we bring him into the podcast. It's a very interesting week as this Packers-Cowboys game is coming up. And we're barely talking about like it's there's things being written and stuff, but we're barely talking about Packers Cowboys because of how bad the Packers are. Very, very bad. So again, thank you for being on the show. Love the beer. I'm glad you like it. That's great. It was so good to see you. Uh what was it, a couple months ago when we launched it? You were down there in Milwaukee. I got to see you. That was really nice. And thanks for having me, man. Uh yeah, this this Cowboys game is weird, right? In the sense that when I think when the schedule came out, there was a kind of an expectation for what this game would be. And it most certainly doesn't feel like that now that the Packers basically suck. So, uh, yeah, it'll be nice to see Mike and Lambeau again, though. So I'm just going to play this for you right away. This is uh, something that I said yesterday on the show. And I didn't I didn't think I'd ever be at this point, but okay. I'm at this point. I'll just play it at 60 seconds. Uh, right. This is me on, on yesterday's show. I need to preface this. I've loved the Packers as long as I knew what the Packers were. They are more than a football team to me. They are a way to connect with others. I want the Packers to lose on Sunday badly. I want Mike McCarthy to come in here and just shove it. I want to see a big grin at the end of the third quarter, knowing that he's going to beat Aaron Rodgers. And that makes me more of a Packer fan. Rodgers is bigger than the Packers. <laughs> Favre got bigger than the Packers. We moved on. Guess what? It worked. He saw what Favre did. He saw all the mistakes that Favre made as a player. Won't make those mistakes on the field. He saw the mistakes Favre made trying to stay here 
won't make those mistakes on the off the field. Everyone knows it's time to bench him, and they won't do it because he's too big to be benched. I need Mike McCarthy to come in here, get his victory, get Rodgers benched, and end this era once and for all. So there's a lot to dissect there. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot that 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 makes me a better Packer fan. Look, you know, and one of the reasons that I did want to talk to you um, is because, you know, we've been through this before with McCarthy uh, right. and we've been this, through this before with Favre and Rogers. And then yeah. you're getting a lot of comparisons of the seventies and eighties. And, you know, you saw the tail end of that. So I'll first yeah. ask you uh, your reaction to what I just said. Well, like I said, there's a lot going on there. Um, <laughs> t- the only thing I would push back on is anything that you, that anyone says makes them more of a fan. Fans are just different, man. Like I get it. I get what you're saying. People fan different ways. Like, and my co-founder, Corey Banky took some heat earlier this week because he literally put up a tweet that said, Mike McCarthy, like yeah. he's the enemy this week, like blah, blah, blah. But it's just this week. You know, he still appreciates what Mike did as the coach of the Packers. But like everybody fans differently. And I understand that sentiment, especially. And I think the key there for me anyway, is something that I've, I've been talking to a few people kind of throughout the season because like inside 1265, because of I was very public uh, at the end of last season about it was a perfect, like I thought it was the perfect time to turn the page. Right. Cause we'd had all the drama with Aaron. That's why I wanted that's why I wanted them to win the Super Bowl so bad. Right. Cause then you could have turned the page and everyone would have been fine, but because they didn't. And now they are in a position where they've brought the superstar back. And I, I said this the other night when the saints game was going on, that saints team looks exactly like they're supposed to. That's a team that kicked the can down the road as long as they could, trying desperately to get their superstar quarterback back to the Super Bowl. It had never happened, and now they're paying the price. They're in a world of hurt cap-wise. They're not a very good football team, and that's going to continue for a while. The problem for the Packers is they look like that now with the superstar QB. They bent over backwards to make sure they had him for at least two more years, and for whatever reason, and this is the great mystery to me, the personnel group clearly gave them a type of team, a run the ball, stay ahead of the sticks, be really efficient. We'll work it out as we let these young receivers kind of progress and we're going to play good defense. They've been up and down on the good defense part, but for the most part, I think the defense has held up their end of the bargain on offense. It's been a disaster because it seems like they have to play the way Aaron wants them to play. Other than even, even when, Things that are actually suited for the guys that they have on hand. And this is where I this is where I look at Gudikins because he like he was there, he saw what happened with mm-hmm. Ted. He's well aware. I mean, the oh, fact yeah. that we're going through what we went through is is ridiculous. You can't have uh, a quarterback for 15 years and then have it end amicably. I get other teams can, but the Packers, <laughs> the Packers can't. So well, it's always hard, but so so now I think that Gudikins, they saw what they wanted to do. They wanted eventually to move on from Rodgers. This is a team that's been moving on a year, two years early on guys forever. And right. like the the only one that I can be like, oh, is like Micah Hyde, you know? Yeah, Every, that's everyone the, else that's like, the oh. most frustrating one. That's the most frustrating but one. But like no TJ Lang and Josh Sitton and all these 100%. other guys and, you know, they whatever. So they leave Jordy, all these guys. Yep. But with and so with Rogers, Gudikins, it's 
I mean, I'm not like in 1265, but I just, you know, I said I think I'm world's greatest fan. This clearly was something that he was planning to do, was move on, go to Jordan Love. But then somewhere along the way, like, because Aaron played better or because well, Goody just, like, stepped back on his – like, Brian right. Gutekinds got – he drove – he he did all the prep, man. He got the <laughs> suit ready. He got right. the – yep. He got the practice in. He made a will just in case, and he's ready to <laughs> bungee jump. And right. then it's time to bungee jump, and he's like, "And he said, no, oh, I don't now wait a second. This. Now wait a second. Now wait a second. No, I, I think that's a pretty apt metaphor, actually. And what's weird is that, like, I it's funny you say that because I asked him that on my podcast last month. The idea of did Aaron Rodgers kind of throw a, a wrench in the work, so to speak, in the sense of like you took Jordan Love. Because it was very clear that Aaron was declining. He did not have a very good year those first those two years prior to Jordan's drafting. And at the time, I know he took a lot of heat for it, but it made sense given how Aaron was playing. Yeah. But now you fast forward and he's won two MVPs. It's like I get the sense that that, that probably wasn't expected. And that's where I think Brian saw, you know, the level they were playing at. They've won 13 games three years in a row. And as you do man, you're going to be judged by the championships you win or don't win, right? And that window was open these last couple of years, and they came real close. But I think he got a little kind of, maybe not desperate, but he's like, oh, we're so close. Aaron wants to come back. He's a four-time MVP. If we can just make it work on offense, add to the defense, we'll be in the mix. And obviously, that hasn't happened. I think that, like, Gudikins is going to be when he's – 80 years old on his rocking chair, he's going to say, I wish I could have traded him. But I think in the moment, right. With it, it, there's so much going on. Like, yeah, there's a lot Aaron of levels. Rogers, and he was, levels. He, he, you did win the MVP twice and you yeah. were in the NFC championship game. And then you did get close again. It's like, even if you know the right decision, he just couldn't do it. And now because of that, man, this it's is hard. It's hard. It's hard. And what, what sucks is that I could see a case for, you know, okay, we're going to bring back Aaron and we're going to run the ball and we're going to help our aging quarterback. You know, we're going to try and button it up a little bit more. I mean, the scheme is literally designed for that. We see it out in San Francisco all the time, you know, just button it up, run the ball. Yeah. The quarterback will have to make a throw or two on third downs, extend drives, et cetera. But for the most part, we're going to try to take away the pressure from the aging superstar hell the broncos did it with elway you know at the last couple years of his career but for whatever reason this team and i suspect it's because of 12 just flat out refuses to operate that way they have to three four wide receivers sometimes five wide you know and he picks a side or he picks whatever combo he wants at the line of scrimmage and away they go and unfortunately they don't have the personnel for that and that's why it feels like there's a real disconnect between the personnel group and the coaching staff because they handed them one team, but they're operating as though they've had the weapons and the personnel that they've had for the last three years, rather than they have in 2022. It's just weird. Well, when, you know, McCarthy's coming in this weekend, as we mentioned, but I was at a game. It was a Thursday night in Seattle. Um, I don't, it was like four years ago, but McCarthy was still the coach. And it was in the period where we thought Rogers was trying to get him fired. It might've been that year. Oh, I remember that. I was here. I was here in the studio, and we were doing a watch party. And I remember there was an awful snowstorm in New York, but I remember that game very, very vividly. Yes, there was like a decided to punt. 
instead of it, go for it on a yeah. late fourth down. But there was I, the play I remember is Rogers. There was a play because we were in the end zone, and it was clear that Rogers did not run the play that was called, and it might right. have been Tunyon or Devante. But he just chucked it fifty yards down the field, and oh, that Devonte bomb was amazing. I remember that. It was but incredible. that that was just him and Devonte. So that's right. him being like, "Screw this play, I'm going to throw to Devonte," <laughs> and it's fine because it worked. Now mm-hmm. you got Rodgers, and the thing with that that's so frustrating with Rodgers is you watch the game, and then there's a lot of like, "Did he check out of that? Um, why is he trying mm-hmm. to throw to his injured best friend who's a lineman when it's a fourth and?" goal but then also you look back at some of these other plays and he's not like he's he sees the guy i mean i don't i don't have aaron's eyes so i can't see what he saw but the video he's looking right at him and he's not guys wide open he is worse and so if if you're gonna do this and be the mvp that's one thing but if you're gonna do this and be debatably you know a top 15 quarterback on the edge of that then of course you're going to be three and six. Well, here's the crazy part is like he didn't start to his usual standard at the beginning of the year. I, I think he would agree with that. Right. And I think he's mentioned that throughout the season. The thing was, is a couple of weeks ago, you go to the Washington game and that look, that looked like the start of Aaron figuring it out. Like there were still drops. There were still problems. He still had a few off throws, but he played well in that game. And then you get to Buffalo and he played better. He was, he was even better that week. And yeah, they ran it a lot, but as I'm saying, like if you run the f- football, you're going to help your quarterback. You're going to help him in every way. The defense is just completely different when you're running the football effectively. And I thought coming off that Buffalo game, okay, here we go. We're going to go to Detroit. They have a, they have a really poor defense, historically bad defense. Aaron's finally getting into a rhythm. They're finally running the ball, and then they go to Detroit in the first eight plays are pass plays they don't get the ball to aaron jones until like nine plays in i don't know what it was like they're trolling us like they just (laughs) flat out refuse to use what works for this group and once that started i was like oh oh no and then of course as aaron said though they did move the ball they moved the ball all day but their four-time mvp quarterback cost them 24 points well they moved the ball against buffalo Another game I was at, which I don't know if you ever drive. Do you ever drive back to Wisconsin? I've driven back to Wisconsin. I've also driven to Buffalo from New York City. And let me tell you, that's a long-ass drive. That's a lot longer than I expected when I first moved to New York. Yeah, so I drove the the thing that I hate is, man, those turnpikes in Indiana and Ohio. They charge you like 30 bucks to drive across the state. Bullshit. All right. Um, But, yeah, so then the, the thing I took away from the Buffalo game was, yeah, they were moving the football. They were running the football. They're on 17. There's like no urgency. And then Von Miller after was like, I don't know. I mean, they kept Why? running it. I mean, we're up 17. They just we'll let them run all day. So they're it's running when they should be running. They're passing. Who cares? Who cares? As long as they're moving the football. What? they? I Yes, I'd much rather them go five wide and go three and out. Like, that's the problem. Like, do what yeah. works. Yes. Because that's the other thing. Like, Buffalo is playing a ton of too high shell all year long. Teams have been playing too high against the Packers, and they've refused to run it. This team played too high, and they finally ran it, and it worked. Again, there's your blueprint. Just I don't know why they insist on making it so difficult. Their two best players on offense are behind the quarterback, not the quarterback himself. They're the running backs. Use them. 
It drives me insane. Instead, how many more slants do we have to watch Alan Lazard drop? How many more times do we have to watch Josiah DeGuara screaming wide open down the middle and Aaron going, sorry, that's not my best friend, and he chucks the ball someplace else. You know, like, I am over it. I'm so over it. You talk about that rant you went on yesterday. That's where I'm. The offense has broken me. It's absolutely broken me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Talking with Aaron Nagler, she's head TV. Carry the G beer. It's in stores all over Wisconsin. Go get it. Um, That's right. Let me let me ask you about, because you're quote-unquote boys with Matt LaFleur, right? I don't know if he'd, I don't know if he'd agree with that characterization, but... We are friendly, yes. Yeah. Well, what's his deal? Why? <laughs> Lafleur. That's good. If I'm Lafleur, at some point you need to take control of this team, right? At yep. some point. I've, it's funny you said. I've heard that a lot this week. Well, I with Lafleur, it's like he is still coaching. He's coaching in his fourth. This is their fourth year together, so I've been calling it mm-hmm. the senior year, right? And right, once you're right. once, once you're in your senior year. You got a good lay of the land here. You're not a coy little freshman. Not a newbie. Yeah, right. Exactly. And in the first year, yeah, you you do a little give and take, laugh with it, laugh with Rogers, see what works, see what doesn't work, see what he likes, come up with something, have him run a play that was your idea, make him think it was his, you know, build that <laughs> relationship. But now right. it's like the senior year, and Lafleur seems like as scared as Rogers as ever. Like if the Packers yeah. have to make a decision, and financially they're screwed, but there's going to be there's a lot there's a lot more left on Lafleur that that Lafleur can offer you than Rodgers. Rodgers is about done. 
LaFleur can coach here for another 10 years if he doesn't screw it up. So why is he acquiescing to Rodgers all the time? That is the million-dollar question. And hopefully, hopefully, he'll be coming on our show later this this year, and I can can ask him that point blank. I, I know I mentioned to him a couple weeks ago, and I'm never going to like, look, I'm, it's not like I'm calling him up after every game and going, what the hell is this call? Or like, why are you guys doing this? Or whatever. You know, I'm well, you should. Ab- absolutely not doing, absolutely not doing that. But <laughs> I did say to him, like, look, we were just texting and he, he said, we got to get a win. And I'm like, dude, it'll come. Just, just keep your head down, keep working. And I did say though, I know he's juggling a lot. And for all the things I'm aware that he's juggling, I'm sure there are 20 others that I'm unaware of that we as a public are unaware of. And that, you know, that was my kind of olive branch to say, I realize you're caught in a rock and a hard place here because you're, you've been given Aaron Rodgers, which is a gift. If you're a coach and you have a four-time MVP, yes, absolutely, a thousand percent sign me up. But the problem is, especially coming off of this offseason, which is why I was so adamant it was time to turn the page, giving Rodgers that extension made him the franchise not just the face of the franchise he is the franchise everything hangs off of him think about it like he goes on McAfee yesterday what what are we reading about this morning it's all what Aaron Rodgers said about anything everything he speaks for the franchise his words on Pat McAfee's YouTube show carry way more weight than Mark Murphy the president and CEO having you know words with fans yesterday that normally probably would have made some headlines but today i've seen like a blip it's barely mentioned anywhere he is the franchise. i haven't seen it i don't even know what he said exactly he 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 said he's not you know they're not giving up on the season bart even though they had a bleak start but no. this is the this is my point like aaron is the franchise at this point and that is completely unhealthy especially in a town like green bay as you mentioned before it, we saw it with brett I, how do you not learn that lesson? How do you not learn? That well, they lesson? did it like blows the mind. right way, kind of. I mean, they, they did tried, it. The... But to your point, they, they, they chickened out when it was time to pull the, you know, make the jump. And that's why, like, last year I was starting to say, I just want off the ride. I mean, for. Oh, my God, dude. Yes. For yes. as much as, because here's. Yes. And here's, the, here's my pushback on, like, the entitled town thing. Right. Um. Oh, you've been waiting years to say this to me, haven't you? No, 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 no. You're right. Packer fan. I mean, we're a spoiled Bears, bunch. The man. Bears had their first, which I love Justin Fields, and that sucks. But the I Bears had their know, first good quarterback game in 30 years. And they, they're they celebrating like when Rodgers came in against the Cowboys in 2007. Because right. they know. The future is here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But if you're going to give me, if you're going to give me a quarterback, and you're going to give me tremendous play from the quarterback, but you're also going to, in Favre's case, be a terrible human, and yeah. in Rogers' case, just suck up all of my time in an ever way. Like, I need more than I one never... Super Bowl. If that's the trade-off, no. right? I need more right. than I'll I'll do it for two Super Bowls. <laughs> that's that's the going price. In Bart Winkler's land, but I'm not going to sit through all like every week. It's something, and then and yep. just these last couple of off seasons with Rogers. Did he golf with Elway? Did he renew his oh, country dude. club? Did he? Oh, oh my God! Clean his house. Hosting, I am home summer, in Nashville. 
two summers ago when he did like the Jeopardy thing and then they dropped the bomb on, on draft day and blah, blah, blah. That was like the summer I could not escape Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, it's the summer. I don't want to be talking about Aaron Rodgers. Like, well, thank God the Bucks won the title every year because that was a nice distraction. But it's just, See, it's too I, much. I just don't watch basketball. So, but yes, it is. It's way too much. It's what that, but this is my point. He is the franchise. And but how does really he not unhealthy. realize it's too much? Because he he got paid fifty million dollars. Do you think he would? What if you paid me fifty million dollars? You better believe I'd be swinging it around. Yes, I'm the man. But does it like? Did you did you listen to his interview with McAfee yesterday when they're yeah. talking about oh the struggles and the problems? And he's legit asked, "How do you pull out of this?" The entire answer is me, me, me. It's like, well, I'll be in the huddle. Ready, uh, expecting greatness if guys want to join me. My brother in Christ, you just threw three interceptions that lost you the game. Can we get a little bit of self-awareness? Just the tiniest bit. But no, of course not. He is the franchise. He can say or do whatever he wants and everything that he expects and feels and, you know, believes in himself, which is fine. Self, like, I get it, manifesting all of that, but... At some point, don't you have to look inward? Don't you have to take a hard look at yourself and admit? I don't know if he can. Yeah, I'm holding the team back. Yeah, I don't know. But that's He's my never, point. Everything's Where always somebody else's fault. He doesn't end his relationships. He doesn't end. It's always somebody else's fault. I mean, it's it's just it's just a lot, like you said, week to week. And I talked about this on Transplants last week. It's like every word gets kind of cut up and dissected and blown up because of the media landscape that we find ourselves in. It's way too much. It's way too much. So what I wonder is if he's saying like, all right, you know where I'll be. I, I would like to know a percentage. If you could, if you could like survivor pull the team and have them write on a piece of paper. <laughs> right. Who do you want to start this week? I think Jordan Love wins. Oh, I don't think so. I think I don't think Rodgers has that think, locker room. I think there'd be a, a handful of people ask like saying, Yeah, put Jordan in. I still you don't think, think like some of the you don't think like some of the guys, like not everybody's as tight with Rodgers as Randall Cobb. Hundred percent a lot of the younger guys would probably say, like, yeah, give but if Jordan they're like go, but... hey, I thought we were getting Aaron Rodgers, and on fourth down, he's throwing to his uh, his lineman who's had 17 surgeries and 17 weeks on his knee. Right. We've never run that play before. What are we doing? Jordan's I know. A nice well, guy. it's funny. He throws they, well in practice. They uh they ran that play in training camp, Matt's first summer in town, and I've been waiting for them to pull it out, and then they finally do, and it's fucking that. <laughs> like I can't, I can't. Like this is a must-win game. Your season yeah. hangs in the balance. You're on the goal line. It's fourth down, and you go with that play. Are you serious? Blows my mind. It blows my mind. So then we've got the Cowboys coming up this week. Yeah. And is Mike McCarthy. And I've always thought that this way was going to go. This game is going to go one of two ways. Either somehow, some way, Rodgers throws five touchdowns. Right. But I don't know that he's got the personnel to even attempt to do that. I think he does. But if they play a certain way. But, but if, if so, it out Like if Rodgers all of a sudden throw, hey, if, if Rodgers all of a sudden is his best game of the season, isn't that more like, I'd be pissed about that, I think. No, you wouldn't. You'd be having well, a great time. You're from McCarthy. You could have done that against the Green Detroit Bay Packers score five touchdowns against the Dallas Cowboys. You're telling me you're going to be mad? Come on. 
Well, I'll be mad because if Rodgers is capable of doing it, why didn't you do it the other weeks? I don't care. Do it now. This is such a hypothetical because I think McCarthy's going to tee off on us in a very bad way. I do too. I do too. I think it's going to be not ugly. I think the Packers will be in it for a while, but they're just a, a better team across the board and they're playing much better now. Who knows? Maybe come off the bye. Maybe they're a little rusty. Who knows? Maybe the Packers catch a break there, but. Overall, I mean, that game against the Bears before they went to the bye, they were clicking on all cylinders. They they are they are pretty damn impressive. Mike's done a really good job down there. And I'm, you know, look, I was a Mike fan when he was in town. I'm really happy to see him, like, doing well. And I don't know if you saw that, you know, part of his press conference where he got kind of choked up talking about yeah. Green Bay and, you know, his wife's from there and his kids were born there. And I get it, man. I get being emotional about that. And that's one of the things I always loved about Mike. He really appreciated Green Bay, you know, and the fact that, you know, being the head coach of that team in that town meant a lot to him. And I, like I said, I always appreciated that. I'm really glad. I'm hoping he gets a decent reception at Lambeau. I know we're going to boo the Cowboys. Like the Cowboys are one thing, but I hope Mike gets some kind of moment at Lambeau on Sunday. Well, I, I think he will. I mean, it's, it's different because there's been more time now. And, and for McCarthy, right. If, if this game was last year, you know, when Rodgers was playing better and the Cowboys were, right. you know, what, what are they? But McCarthy seems like he's in a pretty good spot right now, and he knows he's got yep. a pretty good team. And yep. if you're ever going to come back to Lambeau, to come back here when the Packers are reeling. Or licking their wounds and really just trying to stay afloat, and you're up coming in like the big brother is going to just give you a beat down. Yeah, that's a pretty good spot to be in. Oh, and I, I do believe that Rodgers and McCarthy are like, you know – I, they they respect so, each other, love each other. Right. It's but so they funny both to want hear... to kick the shit out of each other this weekend. Well, and that's the thing. It's so funny to read their quotes. And because uh, I asked Mike on the Green Bay radio uh, media call, I said, you know, when was the last time you talked to Aaron? And would beating an Aaron Rodgers led team give you a little bit more satisfaction? And, you know, he gave like, the exact answer you'd expect. He's like, no, you know, I've, I've a lot of respect for Aaron. Like, and we, he did say, and I think Aaron kind of backed this up on McAfee, you know, he's talked to Mike a few times recently and they've been staying in touch and you know, Aaron saying is going to give him a big hug and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, it's great. I'm really happy. They're at that place, but that is not where they were when Mike walked out the door. No. Like they, at least it sure didn't feel like it sitting on the outside, but I'm glad they're in a good spot now. I'm, I'm really glad because look, Aaron Rodgers, four-time MVP superstar, first ballot hall of famer. That doesn't happen without Mike. And people try to poo-poo that. People try to dismiss it, but it's absolutely true. And I loved Aaron talking about Mike's quarterback school in Matt Schneidman's interview on The Athletic yesterday, or was it yesterday or this morning? But talking about the time they spent every spring breaking down the game and what it meant to him and what it meant to his education as a player. I mean, that's Mike McCarthy did that, you know? And I think people dismiss that. And without Mike... In that situation and that staff and the way he brought Aaron along, we don't get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wasn't Aaron Rodgers when he was drafted. Aaron Rodgers no, he threw the Aaron like, Rodgers we knew. Yeah, like the, He threw like he was thing. climbing a ladder or something. Right. You know, Mike helped mold him into the amazing player he became, and I think Aaron probably now recognizes that, and I'm glad. I'm very glad. All right, one more. Uh, when do we see Jordan Love start? Ooh, baby. I'll tell you what. I, I saw Leroy Butler say that if they lose these next three games, which there's a decent chance that that happens, uh, that you know they should 
play love. Well, Rodgers won't let it happen. That's my point. Like, I would suspect when they're mathematically eliminated. When they're eliminated, they'll use the thumb as the reason for him to go on IR, and then Jordan will get the starts. Now, when that is, I have no idea. I mean, it could be sooner rather than later, no doubt about it, but um, we've seen them do that before. They did that a couple years ago with the shoulder. You know, they came back, and they had a chance to get in the playoffs. They lost down in Carolina, and then they shut him down. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went that route at all. But as long as there's a chance for them to make the playoffs, even if it's a million-to-one chance, he'll play. You paid him $50 million. He's going to play. Well, are we going to talk about the 2020s like the 70s and 80s? Hell no. No, no, no. No, sir. No, sir. Blip in the radar this year. That's all it is. Retool, <laughs> reload, get back out there. It's okay. going to be a lot of fun. It, it, we, it may take another year of pain, but we'll, they'll get it turned around. I have no yeah. doubt. All right. Aaron Nagler, Cheesehead TV. Carry the G, get the beer. I do appreciate you coming on. It's good to talk to you. Great to talk to you, Bart. Thanks so much for having me, man. And that was our good, good, good buddy, Aaron Nagler. And it was great to check in with Nags once again. Uh, a lot of good stuff on the Packers there. I am now, through the power of podcasting, I have driven to Happy Place Hemp. It's off of uh, College Court in Muskego. It's right across the street from Maddie's. A lot of you guys know that. Uh, I came in. You know, on the way in, Chris and Rob are both here from Happy Place Hemp. Um, on the way in, I almost stopped at iHeart Studios because I have something to give to Billy. I have a picture to give to Billy, but I chickened out and didn't stop there. Anyway, love my friends over at the game. All right, so got a lot of uh, people that have been using the products with Happy Place Hemp. That's great. And uh, I want to thank you guys for being a part of this podcast. Because basically, if you weren't, I would have quit by now. So thank you for being a part of the podcast. But it's also given people, you know, the, the tools and the resources and now the um, knowledge to check out some of the stuff you have, some of the gummies, some of the other products. And um, if you don't mind, some listeners have given me questions. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let me just pull up the emails here. This one is from Mark. Mark says, hey, guys, love the show. Interested in some of that Happy Place hemp, those gummies. You talk about them. They sound great. Um, how safe are they? Well, that's a great question. As a matter of fact, they're very safe. Chris. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're as safe as, as long as you're dosing appropriately. There's various levels of THC in them. I mean, you can't overdose on a plant, right? So when I say, you know, dosage, you want to stick with, you know, what you're comfortable with. Um, you know, CBD gummies, you can eat a handful of those and you'll be fine. Uh, not a ton of THC in those. But as far as safe goes, they're 100% legal. Um, we make everything here in-house in Muskego. So we, we, put all the, we put all the ingredients together. And I give these to my grandparents. So I wouldn't put anything weird in them that I wouldn't give to my own grandparents. So I'd say they're pretty safe. Well, great answer. And a great question from uh, Mark. Let's uh, go to another email here. We're taking questions for Chris and uh, Rob. You just want to say hi so we know you're here? I'm here. Hey, hey buddy. All right. Uh, let's go to the emails. This one is from Mark with a C. Uh, Mark with a C says, 
Hey, I'm interested in some of these gummies. You've talked about how they some help you sleep, some might help with pain, some might help you stay alert. How do I know what gummy is right for me? Love the show. Are you doing any bike rides soon? As a matter of fact, we are. Details to come. Uh, could you answer Mark with a yeah, C's question? Thanks, Mark. Um, we make six different kinds of gummies. Um, as Rob's doorbell goes off. Mm. Uh, you know, so the the main difference, like I said before, is how much THC THC is in them. All the way from no THC to a lot of THC, and everything in between. You know, so if you're just starting out, you might want to start in the low end. Um, if you're an experienced user, you might want to start, you know, something a little higher, like Delta Nine THC gummies. Is right, kind of right in the middle. Um, Delta Eight is a little stronger than that, and THC is a little stronger than that. And then the CBN, CBG, and CBD are all pretty similar in terms of you know how psychoactive they're going to be, aka how you know high you're going to feel. Not all of them have the THC in them, right? No. So like the CBG gummies, the daytime ones, those have zero THC, and then because the, the one I took this morning was mango. Yeah, the mango, the mango is... flavor, which says THC free right on it. Yep, yep. Those are great for daytime because there's really no high. You just kind of feel you know relaxed, and the CBG tends to give me a little focus and energy um but like the cbd uh, the full spectrum cbd and the cbn gummies the nighttime ones have a small amount of thc about one milligram compared to the delta nine gummies which have nine milligrams of thc so it's a pretty big jump uh this one here is from mark he says uh this i'm sold is there a promo code as a matter of fact there is happyplacehemp.com promo code bar 25 percent off your orders yeah. any order Every order. Every order. Uh, I got another email here. Yeah, let's do something too for today. Oh Christ! Today's Thursday. Yeah. All right. So today, today Thursday, November tenth. Promo code Bart is forty percent off. What? You heard me. Get on it quick. Okay. I'll, I'll turn it off around midnight. Okay. I love this. Is like this. This is like this is like. It's like the catch twenty two of all, of all like radio and podcast stuff. Because if it works, thank you. But if it doesn't, don't fail me, guys. <laughs> this one uh, I got more emails if you don't mind. Yeah, we're at Happy Place Hemp. Promo code forty percent off on November tenth. Promo code Bart. This one is from Chris's grandma. My grandson keeps giving me these gummies. Is he trying to kill me? <laughs> Hi, Mima. No, I am not. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm just trying to help you with some of your, you know, your arthritis and your, you know, difficulty sleeping. That's all. But, Would she do a testimonial? No, my well, my grandma is actually in Austria. She doesn't speak a lick of English. Oh, so you send it over there? I send my my dad goes over there frequently and brings them to her. Oh wow! I had a little experience with this this past weekend. His grandma? <laughs> no, I, no. His Mima? Oh. We're there for Thanksgiving. She has CBD gummies and Delta 8 gummies. It's Saturday morning. I'm like, hey, mom, how's it going? She's like, oh, I took my gummy. I'm like, which one did you take? She holds up a jar of Delta 8 gummies. I said, okay, did you take a whole one? She's like, yeah. And this is like 8.30 in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'll see you around 12.30. Wow. So she took it, and then she had to go take a little nap. Oh, Wow. I actually got a live uh, email just off of that. Uh, this one's from uh, Mark. He says, 
Hey, how high is that guy? He thinks Thanksgiving is before Veterans Day. <laughs> okay, so we have to explain. Rob does his Thanksgiving the first week of November every year because his mom goes in an RV and goes down south. Oh. So when Rob says Thanksgiving, he's referring to the first week of November. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, fair enough. But Rob's insanely high, though, probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, also, it's, fair enough. It's, yeah, it's, it's afternoon. Uh, this one is from... How about uh, Mark, man? He says, hey, uh, I heard that they can help ease pain. Is that true? Should I cancel my doctor's appointment? No, keep going to your doctor. You know, we can't make any medical claims uh, legally. Um, so as far as pain relief goes, you know anecdotally cbd has shown to reduce some pain and inflammation but everybody's different i can't you know what works for me might not work for mark or or bart or rob um some people you know need a little more thc some people need a little more cbd the best thing to do is just try things out uh, or come visit me Uh, we're here like nine to four we kind of keep bankers hours but during the daytime, during the week, we're here and open for any kind of questions. We make also these little three-pack samplers that are great. Um, you can get all six of them Ooh. for 45 So like you get six three-packs for 45 bucks with 40% off of that. I don't know. Promo code BART today. Promo well, today, Bart. whenever you're listening, November 10th. It's November. Let's see, let's see, 45 25 bucks. Like 25 bucks, you can try three of every gummy I've got. And then you, that's the best way to find out is just to try every kind we have. And then you'll know which ones you like and which ones you don't like. But everybody reacts differently. So I can't say what's best for you. Well, I've, uh, so the ones I take, I just call them the nighttime ones. So yeah. that's a CBD and a CBN. CBD, CBN, a little bit of THC. Those are the ones I take uh, the most. And I remember when I was taking them right away, I was like, okay, is this going to work? Please, God, I want it to. And then the next night, uh, I was laying in bed. I think I said this, but I was laying in bed and I was sitting there like, I'm never going to fall asleep. I took a gummy about an hour ago. I'm never going to fall asleep. I'm going to have to get up and go get another. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do take about an hour to kick in. So that sounds about right. So again, for me, why I like taking those is uh, otherwise I would I would drink to fall asleep. I mean, that was a big thing I talked to you guys right right away about was uh, for some I just I hate I can sleep. Who cares? I can sleep in the day very easily because I can't sleep at night. But I need to sleep at night like a functioning adult. But I can't be coming upstairs smelling like booze. And uh, so I I start to take them like I'll pop one around halftime of the games I'm watching the football games. And then it's uh, smooth sailing from there. Um, this one is from Hemp Man. Uh, he says, boy, that promo code sounds great. Can they extend it through Friday since a lot of people download podcasts the day after? We'll run it through the weekend. <laughs> How about that? It's called negotiation. We'll, we'll, we'll call it a Thanksgiving special because we don't, you know, whatever day Thanksgiving is. Rob thinks it's last weekend. Well, it's a real Veterans Day special. Veterans, there we go. It's for the for the troops. Yeah, we're doing this for the troops. Yeah. Um, I did have a question from a listener, and I got a DM on this. This one was 
They're all real. God. But this one says... They're just masking the names to protect... Yeah, them. no. To protect their identities. No, I'm big with marks. <laughs> um, some guy said he started taking the mango ones and he peed a lot the next day. Is that normal? I have not heard that one. <laughs> That's a new one. Okay. I actually did hear a guy ask me... He did ask me if they were a diuretic. And I, I said, I don't think so. I've never heard that before. No. Did this happen to you? Just... Is this, is this from you? No, the P one's not from me. The diarrhea, I have just constant diarrhea anyway. <laughs> so it's probably from the Captain Morgan, I'm guessing. The Captain, the wings, the food hot, I hot, eat. Hot pockets, buffalo. I thought we buffalo were cut hot. down on the Captain, though. We cut down on the Captain a little bit. Buffalo hot pockets. Yeah. Buffalo, buffalo chicken hot pockets. It's like instant diarrhea in a pack. But they are good. What's that, isn't that bit from uh, uh, Gaffigan? Gaffigan. Open wrapper and insert directly into toilet. <laughs> but they taste good. Like, I don't. And now I start dipping them in ranch. I'm just, <laughs> is that, you put some kind of cheese on those, too? Yeah, I like really dress it up. Here's those videos when like someone buys a filet of fish at McDonald's and then they give it to the chef and he's like makes it into this. Make Great it, delicacy. Make, make it gourmet. But he uses like one piece of the fish. Yeah. Like McDonald's gourmet. That's what I do with Hot Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I cut it up. I retoast it. Air fry them. Uh, it's really good. Really good. This one is from uh, Eddie across the street. Uh, but not that Maddie. But maybe. This one, this one says, hey, how is this legal? Uh, it's legal from, <laughs> it's because it's, it's technically legally classified as hemp. Hemp is defined as, you know, uh, derived from the a plant, the hemp plant, which has to be 0.3% Delta 9 THC or less. So it's a dry weight basis, right? So all products have to be A, derived from hemp, and B, have to maintain that less than 0.3% Delta 9 THC. So... That's why nine milligrams on the Delta nine gummies as high as I can go. That keeps me legal. Um, if you're going to Illinois, you're probably only going to get as high as 10 milligrams. So mine is pretty close to that and staying legal. And then Delta eight THCO other forms of THC aren't, aren't specifically called out. Um, so there is no, hmm. there is no laws pertaining to Delta eight THC, Delta 10 THC, THCO. There's HHC, all some other stuff we're working on. Um, those are pretty much fair game, and uh, there's no there's no restrictions on them. Well, a real nerd question and a real nerd answer, but the answer is they're legal. <laughs> yeah, they're legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. I forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> I just I start rambling off on nerd shit every once in a while. Sorry for my cursing. Nah, it's okay fuck we do we do listen to the show that's why we're sponsoring it because we wanted to hear more episodes yeah well thank you that's like a that's like a legit sponsorship we're sponsoring the show to keep it keep it coming yeah because what i did was uh open up a tweet jar no a tip jar on my twitter and none of you sad sacks all mooching off me for free (laughs) so i had to go find a sponsor promo code bart happyplacehemp.com 40% 40% off through the weekend. Stock up now. I mean, you. What, I, I would say Thanksgiving gift, but Thanksgiving's already passed around here. Uh, one more question. It's from me. Aaron Rodgers got to get benched, right? 
Uh, not yet. <laughs> I don't know. What do you? I'm there. My big thing is I, not my big thing, but one of the things that I have problems with is people are like, he's done all this for you, and now you're gonna turn on him. Well, yeah, he sucks. If my if my show starts to suck, like truly suck, you're gonna get benched. No one's gonna listen. Yeah. And I didn't. I, I'm not. And people are like, well, you don't have a show. Yes, I do. This is my show. People don't know this. I actually voluntarily was going to leave the radio station the day before it left because I wanted to do my own podcast. Well, I got you now. Great timing. That's a lie. I'm a lying sack of shit. Except for on the promo code. I don't know. I'm in full on Bucks mode if you can't tell by my shirt now. It's just like You're wearing a Bucks shirt. 2021 champs. Rob and I went to game four last year. The game with the block in the finals. The oh, that was two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then um, Rob won this yeah, signed Giannis jersey. Wow. At, at the game? At Maddie's across the street. Oh. We just went there for a drink before the game and put our names in this raffle. And it was like the best day ever. Won a Giannis at jersey. Game. And at the, at the game. You got a text? Yeah. Pretty sweet. Damn. Yeah. I mean, you guys can't see it, but it's pretty nice. Signed Giannis jersey, the Cream City. Good on him. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Yeah. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code BART. 40% off through the weekend. So there you heard it. How about that uh, coaxing? They were going to do 40% off one day, and I'm like, nah, we got to do it for the weekend. Happyplacehemp.com. 40% off with the code BART, or if you stop in there uh, Thursday or Friday of this week. A couple of things to get to. We'll talk about the Bucks in a moment. I want to first talk about Jonathan Abrams. Uh, Jonathan Abrams signs with the Packers, well, via waivers. I like this deal. Uh, Saw a couple people reporting it first, a lot of the blue check marks. Tom Pelissero. You got to check now because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of spoofing going on in this new era of Twitter. Got to check Adam Schefter, the real Adam Schefter. Ike Packers podcast, they have a blue check mark. Well-deserved. Kudos to them. So Jonathan Abram, I like this signing. He can play in the secondary play safety, but this is like the same reason I ripped on people for thinking the lines would be good this year, just because they saw him on hard knocks. Everything I know about Jonathan Abram is from uh, hard knocks. I don't even know right now if his last name is Abram or Abrams. It's Abram. Okay. <laughs> I like it, though. I like the signing. Jonathan Abram, uh, I like the signing. There's the Rich Pisaccia ties. Okay, we'll see if he plays some special teams or whatever. But look, in the secondary, Adrian Amos is probably done after this year in Green Bay. Darnell Savage has been terrible. And why not? You know, this is, if you're in this position, just collect these kind of guys. So, so you use waivers to get Jonathan Abram. It could be worse. I like the move. I like the move, uh, and I'm excited to see how much he plays, if he plays, and what he can bring to the table. Again, I like the kid. First-round pick of 2019, but again, just because you're drafted in the first round doesn't mean you're a first-round talent. As, as we saw with that Raiders era, those Mike Mayock drafts, uh, very bad. Very bad. A lot of those guys either didn't make it or have been jettisoned from the team. Although Josh Jacobs very good. 
But that's a situation with the Packers, Jonathan Abram. When I first heard the news, uh, Tony in Texas was doing his Twitter space today, and I jumped in there real briefly, bad internet, which is like the story of my life right now. But I was pumped. Alex told me I was pumped. So that was I, I like it. I mean, why not? Either we wake up and the Packers don't have this guy, or they do. They do, so I'm happy. So I'll take it. Uh, Colton Wong, I haven't talked about this. Colton Wong's back with the Brewers. They picked up his $10 million option. I never thought that would happen. But I've kind of been talked into it being the right move. If if they weren't going to bring him back, it was going to cost $2 million anyway. So it's $8 million essentially because a lot of these guys on the option, you have to buy them out. The market for second baseman isn't you know tremendous. Bring him in. Maybe you end up trading him. I don't know. But could be worse options there, and that's where I'm at with the Brewers at this point. Bucks get the win last night. How about this game? 136 to 132 goes to double overtime. Javon Carter, 36 minutes. No, God, 45 minutes, 36 points, career high, 12 assists. His fantasy numbers were crazy. Brooke Lopez at 24. Uh, Bochamp got the start, 19 points. Didn't play in, in overtime as much as I would have wanted him to. But he looked good. He was five of eight for three. What confidence from the young guy. And Giannis is getting pumped. Look, here's what I like about the Bucs this year. What I like about the Bucs this year is they are awesome. And who doesn't like watching Giannis? And I think we're all at the point where we are not taking him for granted. There's been like, don't take him. No one is. We know how great it is. Drew's great. Middleton's great. And he'll come back eventually. And when those guys are in, yeah, we we get to watch them just blow out teams, or we get to watch good games against good teams. But when they're not in, and this game against the Thunder, which with Giannis, with Drew, Middleton later, would not have been so competitive. It is competitive, and the Bucks won. I, I you know they have good depth, and you know there's you can be real picky and say there's too many turnovers. It shouldn't have gotten to this point. But when the when the studs don't play. You're going to get an entertaining game. And then they went and won. So I just think this season is going to be so fun for the Bucs. 10-1 and one now. Uh, most of the games have been at home. 3-1 and one on the road with this win in Oklahoma City. And I just I just think it's fun. I, I think it's a fun season. They're going to they're gonna win games because they have the great greatest team in the league, I think. And then when some of these guys sit, there's still going to be some fun games. So good, fun, competitive game. And it had a weird playoff feel to it. Would have gone live last night, got a little late, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what, let me look at the Bucks schedule. I'll tell you when I'm going live again for the Bucks because we will go live after the Cowboy game on Sunday. And then uh, we could go live Monday night. We go live Monday night after the Hawks game. We could do that. So more of that to come uh, a little bit later. And then with Javon Carter, look, he got gas and he was out there a long time. And I just think that 36, 12 and four out of him, he should have been playing in the playoffs last year. I think everybody knows that by now, but what does this mean for the future? And this is where I want the bucks to figure this out. What is the best team that they can put out in April? Maybe it is more Javon Carter. Hell, maybe it's Javon Carter starting. And I think Grayson's been playing well to start the season, but maybe you get him off the bench. 
I don't know if you if you start Drew and Grayson. No, Drew and Grayson's what they've been doing. Maybe start Drew Carter, Middleton, Brook, Giannis at some point. I just think that there's a lot to play around with. They're already finding out that Bochamp can go, and you don't you don't find that out if you don't have like the the cushion to experiment a little bit. So I I just think that you know ten and one you could not have asked for a better start to the season with uh, everything coming in with the injuries and, and stuff like that. So I'm really, really excited about that. So Bucks get the 136-132 win. Packers get a safety. Uh, Brewers got Colton Wong the other day. Brewers held a media day, and everybody was there, all my old friends, and I was looking outside. HappyPlaceHemp.com is giving you 40% off the code, promo code BART, through the weekend. And again, our great thanks to Aaron Nagler. Make sure you get that beer, carry the G beer all over this uh, great state. All right, tomorrow, Ryan Horvat will have our week 10 picks. So come on back for that. Thanks to our friends at Golden Chicken. And uh, really, thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, I'm, I'm very satisfied with the podcast. I think that uh, it's honestly been beyond my wildest dreams. Now I got to grow this bad boy. So go to Thanksgiving. Convince all your family to like it. Don't do it weirdly. Don't be like, hey, pass the gravy. I'd like to do a podcast. But flirt around and see what they're listening to and try to sneak me in there. All right? That'll, that'll be appreciated. We'll be back tomorrow. Bart Winkler Show.